Titles, go. Google, how do I make a pizza? There's a toilet in the bathroom. Creepy hippie. Bring the used vibrator back. My wife is flexible. <laughs> Stupid and funny. Shadows, rabbits, and shit at 5 a.m. Shut the fuck up and watch the movie. <laughs> One and done. Watermelon shaped watermelon. I am the turd champion. Hashtag no Kevin Smith man crush. <laughs> what the fuck is that? This just got creepy. All right, let's <laughs> do this. Warning, what you're about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it, you've been warned. Hello and welcome to this edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Hugh. I'm Kevin. I'm Jack. And guys, check it out. Isn't this cool? I, I, I've noticed that over the past few weeks, the prerequisite for leading the show is having a really stupid and funny hat. So I went and looking and I found the stupidest hat I could find just so I could make sure I did a good job, just like Paul. And I think I, 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 I think it works. This is great, isn't it? You look like Chef from South Park. I love it, though. <laughs> I, I, I actually feel left yeah. out. I actually feel left out because you all have hats on and I don't. Oh, don't worry. I'm not wearing this longer than this bit, Corbs. <laughs> stupid. I just, you know, I thought it was funnier than the Clerks 3 trailer. So, guys, what's got you geeked? <laughs> wow. Um, actually, it was really good, though, that trailer. But... um. The one thing I really did like, but um, like, let me tell you what's got me geek first. I think that's really better. Um, I went to a wedding this past weekend, so it was pretty cool. When, um, my, one of my best friends got married. She's from Ghana, and it was pretty cool. Like, um, you had the Ghanaian uh, marriage ceremony first. So, like, she married a white guy. She's black. So, it's pretty cool. Like, both families uh, joined, and uh, they had drums. They had music. They had ethnic food. So, like, you had, like, like um, jambalaya, you had all sorts of food there. Like not like a normal wedding that we've all been to back. Like, but like just like seeing like everybody all together. Like just seeing both families joined together. My girlfriend joined me, but like she looked dressed to, like. Of course, when you go to a wedding, once you get married, like everyone looks always their best. But like my friend that got married, she signaled out my girlfriend. Like she's like, oh my god, your ex girlfriend, you look so beautiful and all that stuff. And she's like but you're the damn bride. You look, you're, you look so much better than everybody. My friend is just so genuine. She will take like her shirt off her back for you. Like, she's just so sweet. Like her family, they're all doctors in the whole family. And like, she's only in her early thirties, but she's already a neuroscientist. She graduated high school at 16 wow. years old. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. And she got naked? To... What's up? She got naked? No, she might have. You said she mind. took her shirt off. 
Yes. No, but uh, yeah, she went to. I go to that wedding. I know you would. <laughs> I know you would take your shirt off too, Kev. Oh, fuck yeah. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Give Kev. him a little bit. It's still early, but take it off tonight. He might. He actually might. But no, like, but she's like, went to Johns Hopkins, went to Cornell University. Like, she's a very smart girl, very sweet, but it's short and sweet. But that's really what's got me geeked. It was a fun marriage ceremony. It was fun to join it with her and just have a great weekend. And that was really cool. But that's what's got me geeked. Short and sweet. It's awesome. Cool. Saw your picture. Thank you. So, Corbs, what's got you geeked this week? Uh, well, for me, it's just being back with you guys. Uh, I was off uh, for two weeks only because um, I was house sitting for a buddy of mine. Um, actually, not a buddy of mine. It's my my best friend. I've known him since eighth grade in high school. Um, so we've been friends, you know, since then. Um, he went to South Carolina with his uh, family for 11, 12 days, something like that. Um, so instead of having them have to crate their dogs, they have two dogs. Instead of having to crate the dogs, they just ask my son and I to come and stay at the house so it's for for my son and I it's like a mini vacation we get to go over there they got a they got a grill which I don't have here at my apartment I can't grill out so I'm able to grill out which I absolutely love to do got a pool it's, it's a house so it's not like living in an apartment you don't have to be quiet my son was able to to sit downstairs with his buddies and be as loud as he wanted to and stuff like that we brought his xbox over and hooked it up to their nice. tv downstairs so that he could play with his buddies for the entire time we were over there, um, he spent most of the time over there while I was here. I had to come home to work every every day, Monday through Friday. Um, so and we went over there. The, we started there the Wednesday before the fourth. So it was like not the Wednesday before the fourth, but that first Wednesday. That was the first night we were there. Um, so we were, you know, we were able to go over, like I said, swim. Just it's it was just, it's just for us. It's just it's it's pretty cool to go over and and hang out and. Uh, you know, and just be, just be, a, just be in a house again. I mean, I, I had a townhouse for a while. It was nice, um, but I live with obviously I live with my mom due to health concerns and stuff like that. So, but uh, it, it's just you know, it's just nice to be over there to be kind of out of the apartment every night. Um, the only downside was the dogs woke up every morning at five fifteen, barking at shadows mm. and rabbits and shit like that. So. Every morning I was up at 5.15. It's, it's not a big deal during the week because I'm up at that time anyways to be to work at 6.30. Uh, but on Saturday and Sunday, it's a, it's, it's a bit much <laughs> to get up at 5.15 and then you really don't go back to sleep after. So, But, uh, you know, other than that, it's just, just nice to be back here with you guys shooting the shit, hanging out, talking about, you know, random crap. So... Why why weren't we invited to a pool party though? I wanted to come over. Like I needed to come. You said Bryce had his friends over, but why well, he but he, he didn't have his friends over. Now I, I talked to my buddy about that. Like my son wanted to have one of his friends come over. Um and he said it was fine to have one of his friends over. Now he wouldn't mind if I had friends over. The reason I stay there is the first time they went away, they went to Florida to see before his mom passed away. They went out to see his mom but his dad. They had her, they had his wife's one of her cousins come and stay at the house. She's only like, she was, I don't say 17 or 18 at the time. And they have cameras in the house because their, their, their kids were younger. So they, you know, they would leave her, their oldest at home when he was like 15. They had a camera so they could keep an eye on him. Just make sure that A, he got home okay. There was nothing else going on at the house. Well, the first time they were away, this, her cousins was staying there. And apparently she had, whole bunch of people over they were drinking 
you know, doing stupid shit around the pool. So he, he, he called me out of the blue. He's like, dude, I need you to go over and crack some heads at my house. And I'm like, well, I'm like, what's going on? He's like, well, such, such is that over there. She's got a bunch of friends over they're drinking, they're hanging out, you know, they're, they're around the pool, running around the pool and stuff like that. I'm like, you just let me know what I got to do, but I'll, I'll be there in a heartbeat. Because well, let me find out. So he, he basically called up, called her up and said that she needed to get them out of the house right then and there. And she needed to leave. And then I went and spent the rest of the time over there with the dogs. And ever since then, I've been the one that's been staying there. Last year, my mom came and stayed with us. So I, I didn't feel bad having to leave and come back and leave and come back. So I, my son, you know, would be, was able to stay there with my mom or something like that. But he's 14, he'll be 15 in uh, a week. You can believe that, he'll be 15 in a week. That's crazy. Um, so he was able to stay by himself this year. And, and like I said, he hung out and he brought his Oculus over and his Switch over or something like that. And he just hung out and played with his, his buddies all day long, watched YouTube and you know let the dogs out during the day when they needed to go out or whatever. So I'm not sure we got an answer to the question of why you didn't invite us over for a party. Yeah, I mean, what's, I wasn't the point of, to. what's the point of being responsible if you're going to be responsible? We could have that's had. What, a, that's, yeah. we that's why we have Paul. Paul's supposed to be the one inviting us over for pool parties. Well, that yeah. never happens. I know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what's got you, Geek Kev? Oh man, I don't know. I guess the weather. I'm just. Um, it's riding season, and it's been freaking great weather. You know, um, and and I got I got no time to do much of anything. So I guess that's a good thing, because I'm just doing stuff. Kathy and I are just on the go all the time. Um, we spent few hours in the sun uh what was it sunday i think it was that's an appropriate day to spend time in the sun monday was that monday or monday monday because i came inside and I, did, I didn't realize how long we were outside and um i was just like i was texting paul because paul you know he was just he had something going on i don't know what the hell he had a pool party or something let me come over and uh he uh he, uh, I, t- I was texting him one second, next second, I freaking dead asleep here on my desk, dead asleep, eyes closed, wow. head down, just out, pulled my head up, I'm like, holy shit, what was that, so then I go into the other room, my bedroom, and the cat's on the bed, so I'm, I lay on the bed and I pet the cat, boom, hour and a half later, I, I get up, I text Paul, I'm like, you know, you still got the burgers on? Not even realizing an hour and a half has gone by, and there it was. Yeah, wow, I know it was a great day. It was a great day. It's an awesome pool party at uh, Paul's, by the way. We, were, we talked about uh, the Clark Street trailer, but that's all I got. I didn't hear anything about a pool party. Did you, Jack? Did you, Corbs? No, like right. these are two pool parties we missed out on, Hugh. So yeah, yeah. this sucks. Well, what's got me geeked is uh. About 15 feet to my left, there is now a new toilet installed in our bathroom. Um, We've been struggling with this toilet. It's not flushed for about three years. We've had to use a a bowl to flush it. And my wife looked at me and she's like, you know what? We make too much money now to put up with this bullshit. Call somebody. So I called someone and last Monday, a guy (laughs) came out from Syracuse drain, Syracuse drain, looked at it, discovered it wasn't a blockage, discovered the problem was that the water was not moving from the tank to the toilet fast enough to flush it. And there wasn't anything to do. There was no blockages. I, I don't know why it just stopped working, but um, that was that. So we knew what the problem was. They couldn't fix it. You know, we needed a new toilet. So on Saturday, we went to Lowe's and bought a new toilet. Now replacing a toilet is supposed to be 
unscrew it, pick up the old one, scrape off the ring, put a new ring down, put the other toilet on, screw it down, right? It's about what, a 40 minute job? You say 40 minutes to an hour? You're taking your time. Okay. Six hours later, four (laughs) trips to Lowe's later, we finally got it put in. We get the toilet off. We discovered that the flange, the the part that the bolts go in, just breaks off. It's metal. It's all rusted. It just breaks off. So I go and buy a new flange, and we discover that that's trip two. We discover we put the flange on, try to put the toilet on. The toilet doesn't go all the way down. We pull it up, and we realize that there's not a hole cut in the uh, the tile for the toilet. The flange stuck up, and it stuck up too far. And this flange was weird because there was still like a plastic flange there just without the bolt attachment thing, and we couldn't get it out because it was cemented in. So I go back to Lowe's. I come back with a Dremel. I go to try to use the Dremel, and the thing's just spinning like it's not not tight enough so i go to tighten it the screw breaks off in the dremel completely useless i'm like motherfucker go back to lowe's for a fourth time talking to them and i'm trying to find out what tool i need because i need to basically either cut this off flat okay so that the new flange will fit in or further down in the pipe and nothing i have i mean i have a hacksaw but you can't you can kind of get a, a flat cut with a hacksaw, but with something like that, it's it's the just the the structure of the hacksaw is going to lift it up enough to create a, uh, you know, an angle, so it's never going to cut right. So I'm talking to the guys. Now, mind you, over the course of this day, I've talked to about four different Lowe's employees, and do you know what happens every time I ask any of them a question? They pull out their phones and Google it, and I'm like, "What the fuck? I'm training you people." This one guy goes. Hey, I don't mind looking this up. I'm learning how to do this too. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> oh my God, that's not not a single one. And these were ranging from maybe 19 all the way up to, you know, one guy who was close to his 60s, had to be. None of them knew a fucking thing about what they were doing. Now, granted, they were all nice and they all used Google to, to try to, to point me in the right direction. But I'm just like, if I walk into a pizza shop and be like, I'd like a pepperoni and sausage pizza, they go, hold on, pull out their phones. Google, how do I make a pepperoni and sausage pizza? I am walking out and not eating at that establishment, okay? No. That's just not happening. And finally, one guy directs me to, and it's called an oscillating cutter. It's it, it's basically like a super power vibrator and you stick blade, different shaped blades on it and it just shakes a lot like that. And I was able to get down and cut the old flange out from inside the pipe. I think you killed Kev, you. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was thinking the guy said, hey, when you're done, you could just bring it back. But I'm like, you know what? This thing <laughs> might be useful. I'm sure I could find another use for this. Uh, but you it can worked. bring the used vibrator back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but so I finally cut that out, was able to get the new, the new flange on, get the wax ring on, get the toilet on. Um, but all that crouching down and kneeling through all that because I thought that, you know, I was going to do the heavy lifting. Like, you know, when I couldn't find anybody to help me at Lowe's, I lifted the toilet off the shelf and put it on the cart, which tore my back up. And then I had to move it in the house. And I'm like, I'm doing the heavy lifting. And my wife who can, she can, she can bend over. She's flexible in a, in a different way. You know, she could sit on the floor with her legs spread and, and do stuff mm. where not like that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not flexible like that. You know, I get down on the floor. I can't get up. Um, so she was going to handle that stuff and I was just going to do the heavy lifting, but, um, I had to get down and man, I'll tell you, I, I was wrecked the next day. I'm like, yeah, I could barely walk every, every muscle from like my waist down was on fire, 
but the toilet flushes. And let me tell you, it flushes like a champ. This is not your typical flapper toilet. This has a giant cylinder. It looks like some kind of like fucking power pumping thing. I don't know. I figured Kevin to jump on that one, but um, I, I was, I'm still back on the my wife is flexible thing. <laughs> I thought it was still back on the used dildo. Thinking Jack needs these things it, for his little uh, torture oscillating chamber. saw. I might Kevin. not an oscillating cock. Um, but when you when you quit push on this thing, I mean it's like, you know, I, I've thrown every turd size I can at this thing so far, and it has taken them like a champ. I am so happy. I mean, you don't know what it's like unless you've lived three years with a toilet that wouldn't flush. Don't you hate it though, Hugh? Like you're doing house projects, you go into Lowe's or like a Home Depot, those same four people, you see them again. They're like, oh, welcome back, Hugh. It's like, oh, thanks for having me. I have Google rewards, you know, that that let I take a picture of my receipt and it gives Mm -hmm. me 12 cents for every receipt. I just did those for the past week. I had four receipts from Lowe's. I had to load into that thing. It was ridiculous. Um, But that's what's got me geeked, um, being able to flush my poop. And it goes like, yeah, no, not, it's one. And it's done. It's one and done. Don't don't get any clothing caught in there. It might take it right with you. Why would I put clothing in the toilet? I don't know. I'm just saying, if if something happens and you get stuck in the toilet or something, forget about it. Dude, dude, what happened to you in your life where that's something that occurs to you? You you don't want to know. There's more to this than I just thought of that. There is more. We had that conversation conversation when we first met. We don't need to bring that up again. (laughs) So I guess uh, we can move on to games. I I don't know if... uh, Anybody is gaming though. This really hasn't been a segment we've done much with since the summer started. Anybody? It's like what Kev says. I'm staying outside or just enjoying the nice weather for as long as we can. Mm. Yep. Well, then I guess then it's time for Kev's tabletop review. All right, so I've got a pretty cool game for you guys this week. Um, it's a it's a card game. It's a it's a deck building game, and it's a Marvel game. It's based on um, all the Marvel heroes, and it uh, came out in 2019. It's called Marvel Champions: The Card Game. And as I understand it, I haven't looked too much into this, but um, it wouldn't take much to figure this out. Um, there have been several add-ons to add more characters, uh, more abilities, uh, be able to build your deck differently and, you know, customize it to your, to your desire. And the way it works is that you pick your hero and you build your deck based on your hero's abilities. Um, and you use those abilities to prevent the villains from seeing through the, for their master plan, whatever that might be. And, or you might be trying to beat them down to, to annihilate them and then take them out that way. But you, you basically play this um, as a cooperative game where you're playing with uh, one to four players and you're playing against whoever the villain is or whoever the villains are. And the villains can have minions and they have all these other very interesting um, features and powers. 
that uh, can either build up over time or uh, be taken down over time. So this is a, this is, as I said, is a one to four player game. Uh, Playtime is 45 to 90 minutes, ages 14 and up. And it's got a little bit high on the weight side uh, for what I normally do. It's a weight of 2.89 over out of five. But because it's a Marvel game and the cards actually look really, really cool, they kind of look like what you might find if you were collecting um, uh, trading cards for, uh, you know, the Marvel Universe. They kind of look like that quality. Um, very, very interesting game. Uh, let's see, uh, the categories, mechanisms, cooperative game, deck construction, hand management, scenario, mission, campaign game, uh, solo or solitaire game. We try to, I try to always find games that are um, preferably on the easier side and every once in a while can be played solo. This is one of those ones that can be played solo. And uh, the other mechanisms are variable player powers and variable setup. So every time you play, the game can be different. Uh, Watch a couple of the video playthroughs and reviews on boardgamegeek.com. Uh, very, very interesting to see how the game works and how to see the layout. Uh, the pictures there show all of the different pieces or a lot of the different pieces that can be used. Um, there's, um, there's tokens, there's a, um, there's a hit point counter. There are particular ways you leave the cards or you move the cards to show whether or not you are thwarting the villain or you are attacking the villain or you are defending yourself from whatever the villain's attack is. And um, even, even some very interesting uh, carrying cases with that you can uh, load your cards into. I'm looking at one right now, and this is obviously somebody that is a Marvel fan, and they have quite a few uh, pieces in their collection. So um, uh, Marvel Champions, Champions, the card game, uh, looks like it might be in the, oh, I'm trying to load this page again. Sorry, I didn't look at the, the price. Uh, where are we with price? Ooh, it's kind of expensive to buy in. About $56 to $75, depending upon you wanted, if you wanted it uh, used or, or brand new. Uh, Marvel Champions, the card game, English edition, 2019, brand new. $75. Now, I wonder if they've gotten to the point with expand because all, all these Marvel games, they start off with like the popular heroes and then they'll release like save some popular heroes. Like they always release Deadpool and, and things like that. But they eventually get to the point where like, you know, the characters they're releasing are like Archon the Magnificent or something that, you know, ha- has not been seen since, you know, the 60s. I, I wonder if they're at that point yet. That's a really good question. I um, haven't, like I said, I haven't looked into the expandability, but I have a feeling since this was 2019, I have a feeling that, you know, they're, they're um, you know, still exploring some okay. of the more desirable or more mainstream characters. Like this game starts with Spider-Man, Iron Man, and She-Hulk. Uh, those are your three, three heroes with the, with the decks um, that they come with, and the villains you play against are um, Ultron. Um, oh shoot! What were the other two? It was Ultron? Thanos or no? Uh, two oh, wait, others. I think Doctor Doom. 
No, it was two others I didn't really know that well. I think um, Danos or Dr. Doom would be one of the ones right off the bat. They're, they're well known. Yeah. Kev, oh, I have a question for you, though. While you look that up. Yeah. Why'd you pick this game this week? What's the story behind that? So I was looking through, in all honesty, I was looking through the hottest games on BoardGameGeek.com, and I was trying to find, I was trying to find something that kind of fits um, our typical, like I say, our, you know, my, my typical uh, selections, which are easy to learn, but interest, you know, the geek crowd, you know, not necessarily something that's, you know, obscure or, um, you know, so, so, so not, not long ago, I picked the one wingspan. I mean, that was a little bit out there, you know, uh, not necessarily on the geek side, but then I picked Nemesis, which was an, you know, based on Alien, the movie Alien. So they try to, I try to stay within our genre, you know, our, our, a lot of things we talk about, uh, a lot of things we're interested in, uh, but also try to find games that are quick and interesting um, and, and relatively easy to, to get into and that have, that have an appeal, you know, they have an appeal and you look at it, number one, you're not intimidated by it. There's some games that I, I went through uh, before I picked this one where I'm looking at all this, and I'm like, wow, what a neat layout. You know, it fills a whole table. And, and look, at you know, you can get six people to play. And, and I'm thinking to myself, my God, thousands of pieces to this game. That is like the most intimidating thing that I can think of to try to get somebody to play a game with me. So I'm really, I'm really always looking for that thing that is, you know, it will draw you in and, and hold your attention and not, you know, get you frustrated. You know, the, Low the, barrier to entry. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And, but and still have this kind of interest, you know. I mean, this is something you know. You're going into it. You're like, wow, I know who these characters are. I understand what their what their benefit, you know, what their powers might be. And um, and I, I think I think this is something that people might be interested in that would listen to our our show. I know I'm interested in it, and I kind of think that some of you guys might be too. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a fun game. All right. All right. Well, it seems like that would be a good time to throw it to break and uh, we'll be back with the news. The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all new location, new guests and all the same fun, charm and camaraderie that you've come to know and love. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2022 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 26th and 27th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. Exciting celebrity guest appearances will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be a part of the fun. Please note, details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. 
New customers get 15% off their first purchase in store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. before your brain nearly strokes out because your kid asks if they can have some watermelon shaped watermelon here's the news first up echoes and rumors new reports are stating that the upcoming echo series for disney plus will feature several returning characters charlie cox's daredevil and maybe even Kristen ritter's jessica jones are said to be coming back in some form over the course of the series also rumored is the return of Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Last seen being shot in the head in the final episode of Hawkeye, it said he will be running for mayor of New York and sporting an eye patch as a souvenir of that final shot. This is all excellent news, and I can't imagine anyone is upset that these actors and characters are returning to the MCU fold. My only question is, do eye patches really work well for bald people? I mean, I would imagine with no hair to anchor it in place, it could slide around, especially if you're sweaty. And if you wax your head to make it shiny, seems like a, a technically challenging accessory to me. In the middle of a fight, it slides over to the wrong eye or ends up on your nose and affects your breathing. Or what if it comes all the way down and you inhale it? Choking to death on your own eye patch is an awfully embarrassing fate, although not as embarrassing as the Clerks 3 trailer. Next up, we have way too much free time on our hands. The Hollywood Reporter has found out the fourth season of Stranger Things has surpassed 1 billion total hours viewed on Netflix worldwide. Overall, Stranger Things 4 has totaled 1.15 billion hours viewed in its first 28 days of release, making it the first English language series to hit over a billion viewing hours. While this is an impressive milestone, it's also why we can't cure cancer. When Future looks back at us on why innovation and progress stalled in our time period, they will blame Stranger Things and streaming services. Netflix is apparently the flying cars we were promised. And finally, James Cameron is our angry dad, apparently. Speaking to Empire Magazine about the upcoming Avatar sequels, director James Cameron had some very spicy things to say about the general public. He said, the trolls will have it that nobody gives a shit and they can't remember the character's name or one damn thing that happened in the movie, he says. Then they'll see the movie again and go, oh, okay, excuse me, let me just shut the fuck up right now so I'm not worried about that. On the three-hour length of the sequel, he said, I don't want anyone whining about the length when they sit and binge watch television for eight hours. I can almost write this part of the review, the agonizingly long three-hour movie. It's like, give me a fucking break. I watch my kids sit and do five one-hour episodes in a row. Here's the big social paradigm shift that has to happen. It's okay to get up and go pee. Whew. So it seems James Cameron wants us to shut the fuck up and watch his movies. I mean... I might have done that anyway, but now I'm a little irritated that he went and told me to. Besides the fact that, you know, movie night for two is like a hundred bucks now, and I don't want to get up to pee and miss anything given the cost. How about you shut the fuck up, James Cameron, and I'll watch your garbage alien movies on streaming for free. And that's the news, kids. Now, did you hear about the impromptu wrestling match at Nathan's famous worldwide hot dog eating contest on July 4th? Anyone? 
Joey Chestnut once again took the crown, but had to deal with an unexpected protester who worked his way on stage as Chestnut was chowing down. Not waiting for security to get involved, Chestnut took matters into his own hands by putting the kid who was wearing Star Wars clothes and a Darth Vader mask in a headlock before throwing him to the side and continuing to eat. Sounds like every middle school lunch period for me. Me? And in other news, in Switzerland, it's illegal to own just one guinea pig. This is because guinea pigs are social animals and they are considered victims of abuse if they are alone. Back to you, Corbs. Uh, one, one second. Um, in South America, guinea pigs are, are uh, herd animals that they raise for food. I did know that, actually. I, yeah. didn't. I didn't. It's called koi, C-U-Y. Look it up. Anyway, thanks, Corbs. So today is going to be kind of quick, sports-wise. Um, so next week is the British Open. It's the longest-running golf match. Uh, 150 years it's been played. Uh, this is the, actually the 150th anniversary. Is this this year's um, British Open? It's now called the Open Championship. It's being played at St Andrews, which is the oldest golf course in the world. So uh, that's it's pretty neat. Um, the only problem with it is it's over in England and it's played at the ass crack of the morning here in the states. So if you want to watch it like I do, you got to get up, you know, bright early in the morning and turn it on. Uh, it does replay throughout the day. Obviously, if you want to watch it during the day, you can. If you want to watch it live, you got to be up at like six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning to watch it. Good thing, we'll be awake at that time anyways, as I have to work at six thirty, so I won't have to worry about it for the first two days. Um, other than that, there's not really much I got sports-wise. Um, just be interesting to see the guys who are playing, the guys that are allowing the guys from Live Tour to play. Um, they've all been suspended from playing in the PGA Champion, the PGA Tour. Um, the British Open is not part of the is not technically part of the PGA Tour. It is actually part of the European Tour, so the guys are being able to go and play. Um, more guys have have left the tour to go to the live tour. Um, you've now got something like seven of the top 50 guys have defected to the live tour and 50 total from, or not 50, 25 total from the actual PGA tour have defected to the live tour. Um, it's becoming more and more common. Guys are dropping out every week to go there. It's becoming a <clears throat> awkward situation with guys on the, the PGA tour bad-mouthing the live tour. The guys on live tour aren't, aren't saying anything. They're just playing. So I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. They're all, they're all, they're collecting shit ton of money, so they don't have to say anything. So it's just interesting to see. You know, I'm looking forward to the British Open. It's the last major of the year for the, for the guys. Um, so be interesting to see who wins. So I'm looking forward to it. So who'd have thought? Golf controversy. Ooh. Seriously. I mean, most people think it's the most boring game ever. And this is like such an interesting controversy. 
wouldn't it be interesting like all these players like Rory McIlroy will be like the next one that goes to the live tour and then like all these no names which they're still good up and coming but Tiger Woods makes one more run and stays with the PGA tour and wins one more major or something like that yeah but you know it'll be diluted because all the best players aren't playing it, it, yeah and, that, and that's and that's kind of what they're, they're that's kind of what the PGA tour is saying it's like oh well eight of the top 50 guys have left so you're you're taking away big names and the way I look at it is, okay, these guys are going over there to play, but you're also giving guys that don't normally play on the tour a chance. That was going to be my question. How, how, how much viewership or interest would there be if these different, you know, if the different bodies of golf just let other players in instead of just all trying to get the, the big names? Well, that, that, see, that, that's that's interesting thing. The Live Tour is the only tour that is being excluded. So the guys from the PGA Tour can play on the European Tour. They can play in the Australian PGA. They can play in the over in Asia in their PGA. They can go to any of these these other organizations and play. They just can't go to the Live Tour. And the reason they can't go to the Live Tour is it's Saudi backed. The money is Saudi backed, and the people that are backing it supposedly have given money to Al Qaeda. Right. So that's the reason why. That's the reason why the PGA is having such a hard. Isn't time. it better that they're giving money to golfers instead of terrorists? Now they should all move over. That makes the world a safer place. They're probably not. They're probably doing both now. But in the, the, they're they're saying that. Um, some of the guys that are giving money actually helped finance 9-11. I don't know how true that is. So. I don't think that'd be good for your career to partner up with people like that. Yeah, but the thing is, they're paying them so much more than they get paid in the PGA. It doesn't matter. I mean, most right. of these guys can do this round and retire. Yeah, ex and exactly. That's what a lot of guys are saying. I mean, the kind of money that they're, they're getting to play I don't know if it's like it's a kind of, I don't know, it's a I don't know how much of a contract you got to play for four years to get the forty million dollars you got to pay play ten years to get the hundred million dollars in the tour or whatever it might be, but still a hundred million dollars. I'm sorry, you offer me a hundred million dollars to go and play. It's a hundred million dollars to go and play, and then whatever you win, you keep that money. With the PGA Tour, you have to you have to make the cut in order to get paid, and if you win, obviously you win more money, but you only win in we'll say $2 million. Well, I'm sorry, if I'm winning $2 million here and you're going to pay me $10 million over there, I'm going over there. So this is basically like the guaranteed contracts WCW was giving all the WWE stars back during the Monday Night Wars to have them come over. And guaranteed contracts in wrestling were unheard of. You know, you didn't get paid unless you wrestled that night. They were saying, yeah, I'll pay, we'll pay you $5 million for the next year. No, no matter how much or little you work. And that's why these guys were going for it because, you know, a lot of them, you know, for instance, uh, you know, Bret Hart, you know, he, he loved, even though Vince screwed him, he loved the WWE, but he made the decision to go to WCW because he wanted to provide for his family. Yep. And it was the guaranteed contract that did it. I can, these guys, you know, it probably, they probably wish it wasn't Saudi backed, but they're like, you know, this is money for me to retire on. Right. Exactly. Hopefully they have like a uh, tournament, like um, they'll like the Masters is the Green Jacket. Will they have like the Gold Jacket, like they did in Happy Gilmore or something like that? That'd be kind of cool. Shooter's tour. Exactly, Shooter <laughs> McGavin might try out for the Live Tour. You never know. 
That's so I guess that that brings us to Jack's erroneous questions of the week. Ooh, okay. So, Hold on, I got a cat begging to get out. Why right. did you come in here? If you in the meantime, we'll dance to the music of the horror the, the the trivia questions of the week. So, dance to the silent music. Uh, all right, there we go. So, for this week, um, as we know, the horror fest, um, sci-fi horror fest, is coming up in August. Let's uh, pay attention and do some horror-themed trivia questions. So, the first question we have. What was Jason's original name in Friday the 13th? Oh, I don't know this. I didn't know that there was a different name considered. There was, and actually... So, so is it, is it, Jack, is it, did they call him that in the first movie? No. Or, or, is it, or was it something that was proposed before they went to Jason? Proposed before they went to Jason. Okay, okay. That's a good question. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I'm going to say Bob, and they spelled it backwards. No. <laughs> Does anybody... Yeah. Or, is, is, there, is, is it going to be something easy, Jake? Steven yeah. with a PH. Yes, it's going to be very easy. If you, uh, uh, Kev or Hugh, do you want to uh, say about it? I, I can't guess. I mean, how many names are there in the world? A million. Over yeah, a million. I, I have no idea. I didn't know this was a thing. So, And I'm the horror guy, so... Corbs, these have been harder lately because everyone keeps getting them, but it's good to have you back because you definitely know a lot of these erroneous trivia questions. So I still got nothing, man. I, that's yeah. So once again, we'll say to the public, what was the original name for Jason and Friday the thirteenth? And that answer would be the name of Josh. Oh. Huh. It's Josh, Josh Corbett. Uh, yes, Josh Handlebar's mustache, uh, Hughes beard, Corbs, Lord Corn, uh, Corbs, Lord, Lord, Lord Cornhole, Lord Cornholio. <laughs> all right, all right. So here's the second one. What was the 20th century's first American horror film? This one I did know. I was very impressed. Count Dracula. No. Pretty sure Nosferatu was German. Wouldn't have been no. It wouldn't have been Frankenstein. It would have been. Really I was uh, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking Frankenstein. Um, it came from the deep. No. Was it silent? Was it? I don't know. I think actually, yes, it was. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I don't know, unless it actually is Nosferatu. I, I didn't think that was an American Frankenstein's mummy. Hugh, all I'm going to say is I don't want you guys to keep thinking. Go with your gut. It was Frankenstein. Oh, really? Yeah. You got mm -hmm. it, bro. Very good. Like, I was like, please have confidence in your answer. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't silence. That, no, that, yeah. No, James Wales, Frankenstein. Was it, was it James? I don't James know. James yeah. or Todd Brown. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. But yes, yeah, sci-fi sci horror fest is coming up in August, and we're all looking forward to it. So I was like, you know what? Let's do some horror-themed um, erroneous trivia questions of the week. You should do more of those. I like those. Those are the only ones I've liked so far. <laughs> oh, <geez. That's> <laughs> I, 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 all I the like rest that, of them sucked. I like that theme, Jack. You should. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think leading up to the sci-fi horror fest, we should do more 
horror-based questions just to keep the listeners well, understand. I actually would like to go to like our um, Facebook page or like um, like ask a question, like what should the trivia questions be this week or something like that. But I'll do more horror. I like that, Corbs. You're right. But or like, you can do anything that Hugh hates because that's fun too. Oh, I, I plan on it. That's my, that's yeah. exactly what and I want to do. You know what do. else you could do? You could tell Kevin to fuck off. <laughs> I'm just saying that's an option too. Uh, it's like like those trivia questions from the end of Billy Madison. He's like. Like he like the guy that asks him all those questions, he's like, okay, that just got dark now, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think this is a, again a good time to throw it to break. Um Actually, we'll... uh, I, I wanna oh, oh, oh that's I, right, I, I, you I, did want to say yeah, something. I gotta I wanna I wanna kind of talk about something, but I wanna pose it as a question to you guys. Yeah. Um so something happened to a something very close to me. Uh, it was kind of disturbing mm -hmm. when I heard it. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. It was a female. It was a female person. Okay. Um, I still so, didn't do it. <laughs> let's just say you're driving. You're driving a long distance. You're coming back from somewhere. Five, six, seven, eight hours, whatever it might be. You realize about halfway home, you have to go to the bathroom. So you decide to get off the highway wherever it might be, and look for a restaurant, national chain, whatever it might be. You find one, and you go into, the, into that restaurant, and you immediately head into the bathroom to go to the bathroom to relieve yourself as a female. Like, remember, this is as a female. You lock the door. You sit down on the toilet. You start doing your business. Somebody comes and unlocks the door and walks in on you and says what? to you and says to you the bathroom is only for paying customers do you intend to buy something the person that walks in is the male manager of the restaurant then proceeds to stand there while you are going to the bathroom and proceeds to ask you, are you going to purchase anything when you are, are you going to purchase anything? Not even when you're done. Do you plan on purchasing anything? A, what do you say to the person? And B, do you do anything after that? Call the cops. Immediately pull the phone out and call 911. Exactly. Immediately. Exactly. Right. If there's That's, no sign that says bathroom are for paying, yep. for paying it doesn't matter. Only. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That, that right there, that the action, that's completely uncalled for. I don't care what kind of sign they have. I don't care what kind of policy they have. That right there is, is intent, is intent to harass or do right. something worse than that. Right. She should have called someone to come and help her. Period. Done. Exactly. I, I she should have she should have armed herself. If she had any way to do that, she should have armed herself and prepared for the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and that's what, that's what, when I heard the story, that's the first thing that I said to myself. First thing you should have done was you should have called, you should have called the cops while you were still going to the bathroom. You should have called 911 and had somebody there. And the next thing you should have done is you should have called that chain's corporate office and file a complaint with them. Oh my and that God. person should have been fired on the spot. 100%. I would say that in this day and age is low bar of proof. 
that almost might be considered sexual assault. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we live in we live in a day and age that technology is very advanced. Definitely pull out your phone, call nine one one, and when they say, "Oh, you need to come out of that bathroom," you lock yourself in that bathroom. Seriously, stay there until the cops show up. Was she in a stall or was it like just an open? So they just saw her sitting on the toilet. Yeah, pants down around pants pants down around her knees. This is now my my thing is she was just going to the bathroom. My God. What if it was? What if it was that time of the month and she was doing her business for that and having, you know, I mean, it's just, it's such an invasion of privacy and then proceed to not leave, to stand there. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've walked into a restaurant and used the bathroom first. That's happened to me plenty of times. If I had to go. it's, it's it's not good though when you go to the bathroom you have the door locked and now it's being unlocked on you it's like oh my god now i'm freaked out like that's right crazy. exactly you physically lock the door and they come and unlock the door is this person taking any action no i keep trying was... to, I, I keep trying to tell them that they should i'm not the only one that's telling them that they should they just don't want to it's just what, uh... it's, it's that, pers- well, it's that person's um, it's that person's personality. They don't like to ruffle feathers. Well, I mean, I'm sure the, she feels embarrassed also. The chain was Chipotle. I'm sure she feels embarrassed also. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want out in public. She doesn't want her name on anything like this. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that, Kev. I don't, um, but uh, I'm almost tempted to say something on on social media myself that's why i figured i'd bring it up here i didn't i'm not going to reveal who it happened to um the, the restaurant is chipotle i don't eat there but i will never eat there now and i don't care how good the food is i don't care if people tell me the food is the best food it's laced with gold when you shit out when you shit out the food after it comes out as a gold brick i will never ever ever step in a chipotle because that happened I, I've never liked the restaurant anyway. I've only eaten there yeah. once. I, I've it's never a bougie gone Mexican back. place, basically. It's bougie so, Mexican. And the food sucks. The food has always it, been it, no offense. It's a, it's a Mexican restaurant. I will eat at Taco Bell before yeah. I eat at Chipotle. And I, and I hate well, Taco Bell. I like Moe's for Mexican. I'm a big Moe's fan. Yeah. I will go there. I will go out of my way to go to a Moe's before I go to a Chipotle. Well, you know that the employees won't burst in on you in a Taco Bell because they do not want to be anywhere near what you're doing in their bathroom. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Because that of the food they serve. Yeah, that uh, Crunchwrap Supreme going through you. Oh, oh, my God, no way, man. So I'll just I'll just put a spin on this that maybe nobody in this room would, would agree with, and that's fine. But I'm of a mind that a woman needs to protect herself first and ask questions second. Had had this woman been armed, I would have been a proponent of her shooting first and asking questions later. As soon as that door opened and she saw that it was someone that had a key, knew it was locked and knew there was somebody in there, that should have been the end of it. It should have been the end of the freaking conversation. Is that extreme? Yes. But you, would, but you're not, but can would we, it be called for? Well, that's that's for a judge to decide. Right. But I got to tell you, and, and it's already been said in this conversation and in today's environment, 
I got a feeling that that woman would have had a lot of people on her side. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I don't screw that. It's, and Kevin, you're right. You, in this day and age, with what the shit has been going on lately, you have no idea what that person was thinking when they walked in there in the end of that. I'll tell you, they weren't thinking. And, and the, worst part about is, the worst part of it is she was in there all by her. There was nobody else in the bathroom. It was, the door was locked. She was by herself. Well, it's and a one-hitter, obviously. Yeah, and a male walked into that to their, into that restaurant, unlocked the door, and walked into that restroom with you. You have no idea what that, that, that person, you know, have no idea what he's capable of. You have no idea what he's thinking. You're I right, pity, I you're pity. Right, at, at that point, if you're armed, yeah, it's it shoot first and deal with the consequences after that. I pity the son of a bitch that ever does that to my wife. She travels alone for her job. And if that ever happens to her, I'll hunt the fucker down and I'll skin him alive. Yeah. I when when I when I heard this, I I was seeing red. I'm like, this is what needs to happen. You need she, this person needs to do this right now. You need to call corporate. You need to call. It it, it, it wasn't even it, it was out of state. So I think that's some of the reason why she's not pursuing it as much as she should. But I do think that you need, she needs, this person needs to reach out to the corporate headquarters and explain to them what happened with this, with this manager. Well, yeah, what if he does it to someone else? That's what I'm saying. He, he already be, has. Yeah, he, already he must has. have. To, to be that brazen, this is not the first time. This, this is his modus operandi. This is well, what he does. Those are my, I actually have two quick questions for you, Corbs. I know I run short on time, but like, did that person have their cell phone with them? And oh, always. Okay. And to, like, I know they don't like to ruffle feathers, but like what we just said, though, this is not the first time they've done that. If she hears that he's probably not done this a first time, would that actually help and help a little bit or probably is it right. still the same? No, yeah. would that? Yeah, you just, you don't know. I mean, I, that maybe the guy's a sexual predator and that's, that's his thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, what if it's a 12 year old girl in there next time? Right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. So I've, I've been, every time I talk to this person, I, I, I let them know that they need to do something. Even if it's called corporate and, and, and have this person reported and let them know what's going on. So. Yeah. So. That's sorry, didn't, mean to bring, didn't, mean, didn't mean to bring the room down there, but. Oh, that's okay. I mean, you didn't bring it down as far as it would have if we'd all watched the Clerks 3 trailer together or something. That's okay. Corpse, come here. Give me a hug. Come and on, on that note, bring it in. Bring and it on that note, we're going to break. Yes, bring it in. We'll be right back and we'll wrap this thing up. Fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming with an all-new location, new guests, and all the same fun, charm, and camaraderie that you've come to know and love. Sci-Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2022 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 26th and 27th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. Exciting celebrity guest appearances will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be a part of the fun. Please note, details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19.
looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. for the weekly topic. So I got a good one for you guys. So here it is. What is your favorite thing about Paul not being here and why? Go ahead, Kev. Because I like to make fun of him. Because you what? I like to make fun of him. I like to, <laughs> I like to say things about him that may or may not be true, and I'm not going to tell you whether they are or not. <laughs> Give us an example of one of those things, Kevin. Like whether or not he actually invited me over to his house to eat food or whether or not I might have just invited myself. Oh. <laughs> and also oh. the fact that we're not talking about Clerk Street. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely thrilled about that. Yeah. yeah definitely, definitely thrilled about not having to talk about Kevin Smith constantly. Incessantly. Yes. You know, no, you know, to, to the to the point of it, it's like, you know, he turns his head away to take Kevin's, you know, balls out of his mouth and talk. And then when we talk, he turns back and continues. Yeah. Yes, I I, I don't disagree with that. You I I think he has some type of sex doll in his basement that has got Kevin Smith's face on. That he does that too. I mean, I have never seen somebody that obsessed. I mean, it'd be pretty easy to take one of those John Cena pillow wrestlers, put a trench coat on him and some long hair and a beard and turn it into he's a Kevin Smith doll. He's already got the hat with long hair on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably uses that. But but you didn't say what your favorite thing about that him not being here was. Uh, you got to give me a minute on that one. All right. Well, we'll go on to Jack. Jack, what's yours? Well, that really happened too. When we went to Buffalo years ago, we met Kevin Smith. We did that Q and A and all that. And I was like, Paul, I'm glad we're doing this together. He would not obsess about Kevin Smith. Like it was two hour of Kevin Smith love connection. And it was like, come on, bro. You got to get your own material. He's like, but Kevin Smith, this Kevin Smith, that it's like, okay, bro, when, where do you want to eat? He's like, well, Kevin Smith likes this. I'm like, yes, you said that. Do we need to go to therapy with this? And like, I'm like, literally i was like you all remember the episode kev go back to the archives i'm like i have to shit i'm gonna shit my pants he's like well we met kevin smith i'm like you don't give a fuck about me right now i'm gonna shit my pants so no um i guess the thing i'm missing is like we have a free reign of the the ship right now it's like the four best friends right now we're doing pretty well i would say all of us so 
I think we're pre- doing pretty damn well. So we can keep this going. Oh, poor Paul. Hashtag no Paul tonight. Hashtag amazingness. So just being, uh, doing what we want to do. And um, no Clerks 3 trailer, as we said, because it dropped today. But I don't give a fuck. I don't really want to watch that right now. I'd rather be talking to my three best friends and then maybe our captain, Paul, if he ever comes back. Because we have Corbs now, so we can do another a night without uh paul but what about you corbs do you have something good just i don't know it's just the fact that the podcast itself when he's here i don't i don't know what it is when he's here but for some reason every topic we have goes off the fucking rails no it's it's not that we don't it's not that we don't like when it's just the four of us or whatever but when he's here i don't know what it is for some reason it feels like it just goes that shit crazy 90% of the time. Like we will start talking and the next thing you know, we're, we're on to a different subject. Completely you know, out of the ordinary. I, I actually don't think that's him. And, and while I, I can't, I don't want to take credit for this. Um, if you notice, I'm not stopping and writing shit down. So like when there's a pause, I'm interjecting faster to yeah. try to get you know, a prevent. I mean, no offense, Jack, but you know, Jack definitely will go off on a tangent. If we if we leave if we leave blank space, Jack will start talking to fill it, and uh, I, I'm hyper on on top of that just because you know I want to get the show done earlier. But I, I know what you mean, but I don't think that's Paul's fault. I mean, we can blame a lot of shit on Paul, but we can't blame that on him. I don't think. Sure, I do go off on topics, but as I get older, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't really want to anymore. <laughs> there, you the there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you. Hashtag. My 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 favorite thing is just being able, because I know he's going to go back through this and he's going to edit it and he's going to laugh his ass off or he'll fire us all. But now I'm pretty sure he's going to laugh his ass off because he likes it when we bust balls. And we, we get a chance to bust without him trying to fight back. It's like he's defenseless. We can just kick the shit out of him verbally. You know, it's so much fun. Um, and if he wanted to, he'd come back at us next week when he's back. But uh, so far he hasn't. Well, and, and you, you know for a fact he's going to come back next week and he's going to be all about clerks the clerks three trail yeah we're going to spend like we're going to spend like an entire segment on just the trail yeah he'll be listening to the segment he's like oh wow we got the news we got some sports talk we got the tabletop review we got the questions wait is this a bashing of paul segment i love this shit <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a good chance to have some fun. Like I couldn't have done the hat gag with him here, because wow. I'm not I'm not leading the show, so I'm not supposed to wear the stupid hat. That's his thing. <laughs> so if he's here, I can't do his thing tonight. I'm doing his thing, so I can get away with it. Um, I wear a so, stupid hat every week. <laughs> that is a pretty <laughs> fucking stupid hat. Don't wear it in public; it'll do you no favors. Um, so with that all being said, uh, you know, really the next segment is, you know, uh, midstream. If anybody's watching anything, um, I will say that I had the opportunity to catch uh, a movie that came out last fall. Uh, it's called 13 Fanboy. And what it is, it's a, a meta kind of uh, movie because it's about a killer that loves the Friday the 13th franchise and goes on and starts murdering actors from the franchise. And they have a ton of actors 
in the movie, like people from, you know, the, the earlier Friday, the 13th movies, um, the guys that play Jason, you know, Kane Hodder and CJ Graham, who's going to be at the upcoming sci-fi horror fest are both in the movie. And there's a lot of like, they're going to conventions. These are people that go to conventions together. They all know each other, they're friends. And then this mystery about this killer and this killer starts, you know, knocking them all off. It, it, it's super meta. And, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm surprised it took me this long to watch it. Uh, and it gave me uh, some ideas for some questions should we get a chance to interview CJ Graham at the convention. So uh, I know horror isn't really your, your guys' thing, uh, but I thought it was worth mentioning for everyone else because this, this is a horror movie kind of set in real life about a horror movie and the people that starred in it. Hey, you know, but it's, it's not like a mind bender. It's very clear from the, the opening gate that this is set in the real world and about the actors who all participated in this. It seems what like it's almost like, like, a, like a horror comedy almost uh no 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 it's there's it's not funny it's definitely not comedy it's it's okay. it's played straight okay but, um, it, 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 the way the way you were explaining it it seemed like it might be like a like a horror comedy almost like mm. like almost like these guys are like okay all the actors or some of the old actors from the old movies are like kind of just walking around oh, yeah. the streets or whatever type of thing and next you know they're dead yeah no this is this is more in line with uh like Wes craven's new nightmare where they have the actors up from the Nightmare on Elm Street film and it's in a world where those are really films and then Freddy somehow comes to life and starts killing the real actors involved same kind of idea but this this is an independent production uh and I was it was pretty good I enjoyed it when did it come out uh October of last year I believe oh neat huh Sounds if you've cool. ever enjoyed the Friday the 13th series it's definitely a must watch sounds fun so um anybody else been watching uh, anything Go ahead, Jack, and I'll do my last. Um, so um, I'll save Stranger Things for another time, but um, the latest episode of The Boys, um, we have one episode left before the series, the season finale. Uh, hearing this, like, yes. Um, so I was watching that this past weekend. That was really good. It always, like, it is very entertaining. But the last little segment, the one with Homelander and then Soldier Boy talking, and when, like, Soldier Boy says, I am your father. Or something. I'm not completely caught up yet. Just oh. Okay, so no. I, I just watched okay. the, the second to the last, so not the not the most recent one, but the one before that, um, Hero Gasm. I just watched yeah. that one. Yes. So we're we're almost caught up. We, okay, we, and I, I know what I'm talking. Oh about. man, it's so fucked up. Oh, it's really fucked up. Wait till the last segment though, in the latest episode. That's oh. all I'll say. But like, there there's an after credit scene on the most recent episode, and I didn't know that. I have to go back and watch it. Oh, is there? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't see it either. So okay. Uh, we definitely should talk about the season finale next week, though. We should all hopefully oh, be yeah. in time. But, like, this season has been, oh, my God. It just, like, keeps getting, like, this has been the best season for sure. So over the top. Way over the top. Like, I'm so curious what they're going to do for sure. So I watched that. I don't want to spoil it anymore. Thank you, Kev, for making me stop. Uh, but Hugh's face, though, like, that last little thing, I was like, holy yeah. shit. That was cool. Yeah. I, I love this season. The only thing that's really pulling me out of it is I found out that the actress who plays Starlight had uh, surgery done on her face. And this entire season, I've been, why does she not look the same? Why does she look fucking different? And I, I looked it up and she had like her cheeks, fat pulled out of her cheeks and something done oh. with her nose. I knew there was something, something different because, you know, from the, the first season, the second season, you know, she, she had a very youthful appearance and now she's kind of got like the, uh, glamour model kardashian bitchiness thing going oh, on and good. i'm just like 
I mean, not not extreme. I'm not saying she's not an attractive girl. I mean, and, and we shouldn't judge her based on that anyway. No. But it just really took me out of it because I'm like, something doesn't look right. And it took five episodes for me to think to look it up and see if she had something done. Because that's not the first thing I thought. I was just like, why does she look different? Did something happen? Well, it's kind of like the girl that did um, uh, Dirty Dancing there. What's her name? Jennifer Grey. Uh, Jennifer Grey. You know, she fixed, she fixed her nose and then nobody knows who she is. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon looks like she always sucked a lemon, and now she doesn't even look like herself anymore. I don't know why we do that. No, just age. Too many people listen to other people that they shouldn't yeah. listen to. That's too bad. I didn't know that. I I know I maybe I picked up on that she looked a little different, but I just figured it was like everything else. Everybody just aged because of you know the COVID apocalypse. Yeah. So. Well. How- how about you, Kev? You said you had something. That's all I had was the, the, the boys. I just wanted to say, um, you know, the wife and I watched that one episode and uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. How about you, Lord Corbett? Uh, nothing for me. I haven't really been watching much TV. Obviously, because for the last two weeks, I've been at my buddy's. He didn't have any, like, the paid channels or anything like that. So I would just go and watch Ridiculousness for <laughs> well i will say that uh watch the uh second episode of westworld today um it's still really well done the acting's good and there's nothing wrong with the story i just don't understand where we are i mean i think i'm starting to get an idea of what's going on here but uh there was apparently a seven-year time jump between season three and season four uh and a lot of pieces got moved around and i feel like they could have done a better job because, okay, uh, who was it? One of the uh, actors, Ed Harris, I believe, said season four is a lot easier to understand because season three was a little challenging to follow. He came out and said, this is a lot easier to understand. And I'm like, you know, is he, are we watching the same show that he filmed? Because I'm, I'm not feeling like that's the case. I mean, everything makes sense within the context of the story they're telling right now, but I'm not sure how the fuck we got here from where we were. And maybe they're going to tell that story, but, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging, especially when you drop an audience into a completely different situation with a property they already love and have familiarity with it. There's a way to do it so that, you know, they're, they're a little off on their off foot and make it interesting. And then there's a way to do it where they're just confused. And I think that maybe this wasn't the, the proper way to go about it. So season four is that they're all out in the world now, right? Yeah, they were last okay. year too. But for the most part, I think there was... They went back to uh, uh, Westworld once or twice, and I think there was some shit that happened in like China World or something. I wonder if I even saw season three. I don't think I did. It, it, it was kind of all over the place. I mean, I, I'll tell you, the first two seasons had this air of fantasy, the idea that there could be a place that's that real. And that's kind of the whole concept of Westworld. That's the entire movie that this is all right. based on. Right. Seasons three and four don't have that at all because because that fantasy element is removed now it's about robots that look like people in the real world you know this could be a sequel to blade runner you know um that doesn't mean it's bad and i'm not saying that it's not worth watching i'm not saying i don't want three more seasons of it uh but it's turned into a different show for sure i mean the first two seasons I would watch it and then I would spend the next hour thinking about the moral implications of some of the shit I saw there. Now it's right. just a regular sci-fi drama. And I'm not really considering, you know, because there, there's no moral implications. You know, there's good guys and bad guys and it's all very clear. 
Well, yeah, because the, ro the robots are sentient now. Yeah. Well, They're they basically were. people. They always were. They just they finally woke up, you know. But uh, it's a neat show. Neat show. It is a neat show. But that's all I've got. Uh, anybody else have any business they want to bring up tonight? Uh, I just want to let you guys know I won't be here next week again. I okay. am taking my son uh, to Hershey, Pennsylvania. All right. Well, so, thanks for letting us know you won't be home. Yes. You're gonna you're gonna give him the Hershey squirts, <laughs> dude. No, we're uh, his birthday is next Wednesday, so we're uh. He wanted to go someplace, and I've never really taken him, just him and I, on a vacation together. So we were supposed to go in March to Hershey for a hockey tournament with my nephew, and we ended up not going. So he's been telling me all since then he wanted to go to Hershey. He wants to go to Hershey. He wants to go to the chocolate factory. In the chocolate factory, we're going to do the park. So we're going down on Wednesday, and we're coming back on Friday. So Happy early here. birthday to your son, by the way, Corbs. Thanks, sir. I can't believe it'll be 15. He's next year, he gets to drive. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> He's like, no. I've seen him drive the Batmobile in the arcade games. Ha! How's that look? Your face is priceless. Oh, God. It's not good. <laughs> not good at all. So, yeah, so you have a helmet on. Sorry, yeah. I'm just picturing that. <laughs> so, I've actually thought about it this summer taking him to like the high school or the junior high school. I let him drive around in the parking lot just to get used to the driving and all that stuff. So, but, yeah, so I won't be here again next week. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, get all your Corbs material ready for next week. Seriously. Yep. Because I won't watch it, so it doesn't really matter. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be the end of the show. Uh, Corbs, you got something to say to me? Yeah. You, do, you have any, do you have any nuggets to drop today? I do have a nugget to drop today. Well, then drop your nuggets, baby. All right. Anyone can be glamorous. All you have to do is stand still and look stupid. That's the show, folks. Ensign Jack, take us out. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. <laughs>